Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week we will bring you new episodes sharing our opinions on a ton of different topics in hopes we can get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our opinions and experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences, our opinions, and for entertainment purposes only. Now, with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Being Real With. This is a segment of the Be Real Babe podcast where we get back to our roots and we talk to our friends, our family, our community, anybody about literally anything we want to. Their opinions, their experiences, their feelings, their thoughts, especially if it's controversial. We love that the most. And for those that don't know me, my name is Brandy. I am the host of the show. And today, y'all, we're on episode 119, Being Real with B. That's right. I decided in the podcast, I'm going to have my own section and be interviewed for not the first time, but the first time outside of Kayla, because we've always gone back and forth together. And guys, there's so much going on right now when it comes to infertility in all areas of life, whether that's men or women. And I just feel like with my experiences over the last fucking couple decades when it comes to my lady health, I feel like it might be time for me to, you know, just be asked questions and just be honest and vulnerable. I think, um, I don't want to put a trigger warning. I think you guys, you know, are adults and you can decide to stop listening or regulate your emotions, but I will be talking about my infertility and the miscarriages I have on this journey. I've had on this journey and I will be talking about how, you know, things happened and how I'm feeling now and what my thoughts are on different ways of conceiving or, uh, getting a child, I guess you would say. And if you're going through this journey at the beginning of it, I know that this could be super upsetting. And some of the things that I'm going to say or have said might upset you because everyone's on a different part of their journey. Um, But I would just like to say that I have been on this journey since I was 16 years old. Um, I have been viciously attacked by my own body. I have been misled by the medical field and industry by many doctors who were promising to help me. Um, And now to the point where, you know, just having miscarriages as opposed to having babies. So we'll get into all the reasons why all those things on the show here with Hales. Um, But I just did want to let you guys know if you are struggling with that and you do not want to listen to this episode right now, or, you know, maybe I'll be a little bit, or maybe you'll start watching and you stop listening because you're upset with me. I totally understand that. And I'm sorry. Um, You know, if my experience or what I'm about to say upsets you guys, that's not my intention. My intention is to show everyone that even though it is like one of the worst things you can go through, it also isn't a death sentence. And I feel like if we talk about it more and we share how many of us have gone through it, then maybe some women won't feel so alone. They won't feel so shamed. They won't feel so lost for the longest time, especially with all these new ideologies going on. It's just kind of like, what's my purpose here on earth if I can't have a baby? You know, like there's a lot of those questions. Um, Unfortunately, trans aren't the only one that go through a form of gender dysphoria um, of wondering, you know, like, am I, what am I doing if I can't have a baby? You know, am I a real woman? Would anybody else, like, you know, after I got divorced, like, would anybody want to marry me or be with me if I can't have a baby? You know, like, what is my purpose? What, 
you know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. We'll get into it. But anyways, point being, guys, is that I understand if you can't listen. um, But I would urge you if you know anybody or yourself have been through this or if you have any questions to to let me know. I'm always here. But this is a really great episode with me and Hales. And I just kind of lay it out there. And I'll probably bring a different energy that you guys would expect. To be honest, I warned her I might cry about it. um, But I didn't. um, Because I've been healing a lot. And I understand that everyone's journey is different, including my own. And that doesn't make me any less, even though some people would say that it makes me less of a woman. That's okay. I don't have to subscribe to what those people say about my life, right? And what I'm doing. So anyways, blah, 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 guys. Before we get on to the show, though, I'm going to ask you if you're on YouTube or Rumble to subscribe, like this video, turn on those notification bells, comment, guys, share our shit, please, especially with all these censorship, censorship bills. I should be booted off my own show. Censorship, I can't. After all the bills, we're really struggling sometimes to get out there, but it is really cool. You guys are flooding our Instagrams with messages, letting us know that you like this stuff, liking our shows. If you have, I'm just sweating. By the way, guys, what I'm super red is because this freaking, look at this ring light. It's absolutely insane. And it's like this little heater. And by the time I'm done, like like even 20 minutes, I'm just full sweating. So if you're watching, you can see how rosy I am. Anyways, guys, like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook. Our Pinterest is lit lately. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's so much fun. Um, and if you can, if you have time on Apple, make sure you're giving us a review. If you can hit those five stars, let us know what you like. Let us know by email. Email us. Message us if you have a show that you want to be on. I'm rambling now, but if you have a show you want to be on, a t- topic you want to talk about, let us know. We're here for it. I'm going to shut the fuck up. This is the longest intro I've ever done. <laughs> but this was also one of uh, the most relieving episodes because I'm just really in a good healed place, you guys. And I'm, I'm so sorry if you're not. And I really hope that for everyone. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. All right, babes, it's time to get on to the show. And in studio today, I have my beautiful babe, Hales. Hey, babe, how's it going? Hey, good, how are you? Good. I was reviewing myself lately, just like we all do when we watch ourselves. And I'm like, you really just ripped through that introduction. Like, take your time, girl. You are not in a race. So uh, after two years, I still get anxiety at the very beginning. It doesn't go away. I don't think it would. Like, I would stress right hard about Whoa. things like that. I get so nervous. Even like this. Like, the f- script, is, script is flipped, and I have to do the interview. And it's almost, I thought, I was like, she's going to make me, like, introduce? Or is she going to, like, you should do this? I was like, oh, my God, no, just, I'll ask my questions. But, yeah, the anxiety of just... <laughs> Knowing that people see this is still really weird. I don't think that'll ever go away. No, it's thrilling and scary at the same time because you're like, maybe you're more critical of yourself now. Oh my gosh, yes. I think now too. um, I used to go back and listen to everything I said and analyze it and so you've kind of and now I'm just on that. Yeah, I just let it be. It is what it is, and I I am who I was at the time. I don't know if that was proper English. I'm in the stage of still like. I have to stop saying certain words and I don't like the way I sound sometimes. And it's just, yeah, I've watching myself. I don't, I don't like to do it. And I try I to like put my hand almost like this when I'm like watching. So I don't have to see myself. Hearing myself is one thing, but like seeing and hearing, it's just, it's still very surreal and very strange. Sure. You want me to just send you the audio when you're editing? <laughs> just listening. <laughs> Pretty much. Sure. I just, there's something about seeing me and like my mannerisms and yeah, hearing the things that you repeat a lot. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, like I do it, it all the time. And I've and, and through gotcha. the through the seasons, like you guys have probably noticed, and if you guys have been watching for a while, like I'll always try to like switch it up every once in a while, and I can't. I go back to the exact same thing yeah. I say every time because it's just a program in my brain. But then I also think when I listen to my favorite YouTubers or shows that I 
relate like I say the same things with them I do their intro with yeah. them so it's like it's weird when they do something different you know like hold it. on what are you doing you change the intro there it's like, the familiarity it makes you comfortable yeah. right yeah you know what to expect yeah. you know you got your few minutes to get ready before shit really gets going so yeah yeah anyways not part of the topic but uh it's it. just funny watching you guys kind of go through what we've been going through the what first you did years. yeah yeah what yeah. we did but butcher or like we butchered it way worse and like the audio yeah anyways we've come leaps I and bounds today has done we- so well Thank you. It's been so fun. And guys, like, honestly, we've been noticing more messages have been coming through Instagram and you guys are going on Facebook more. Pinterest is fucking slaying for us. I didn't know yeah. that, that was going to be a thing. And I was Neither like, I. I was shocked by that one, to be totally fair. I know. And I, I didn't know they had video on there really at first because, like, I just didn't really, like, I go on there for certain I haven't certain been on in a while. Yeah, like, I'm always searching for certain stuff. And I just thought, why not go on Pinterest? Because I know some people are sick of social media, but they want to still connect and, and be creative. And so I was like, let's just do it. And it is popping off over on Pinterest, guys. So go follow I us there that. for sure. But anyways, as mentioned in the intro, I'm going to answer some questions. Uh, if you guys yes. haven't, in season one, I do talk about a little bit more of my infertility. But that was two years ago. I do talk about it a couple of times throughout the last couple seasons. But I'm in a much different place. And... It's just different. So I thought we could revisit it on a Be Real segment because unfortunately, it seems like I am no longer a minority when it comes to struggling to get pregnant and have a baby um, or just not trying, but just where I'm at. And it seems like the rest of the world. It seems to be a bit of a trend, unfortunately. I know far too many people that are like, I say our age because you and I are the grandmas of the cast (laughs) and, um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, our generation, the 30s, I feel like yeah. it was crazy. When I was younger, when I was like teens and 20s, I thought 30 was really old to have a kid. My mom was 28 when she had me. That was kind of my plan. I wanted to have it in and around there, but it didn't work for us like that. And I had her at 31. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, honestly, 30s, I have more patience now. I have, you just, you develop in different ways and I don't see a problem with it. But the crazy part is, is we should... The fertility goes down in the 30s mm-hmm. for sure yeah. but you should still have like past 40 I could see it but you should still have like the opportunity and I seem to know quite a few a like more than I feel like I should of women that just either have to do IVF mm-hmm. um are just like completely incapable like it just really hurts me that it mm-hmm. seems to be such a problem like it's so bizarre and I feel like you don't really hear about stuff like that from like I want to say going back to medieval all the way to like just early last century like or this century like even last like the 1900s for sure mm-hmm. it just it doesn't seem to be a normal thing like that's all I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at sorry it doesn't no, seem I to be like a naturally it. occurring issue not always it is but not often you know and so yeah. what is it that like it just makes it's you happening think. oh it's made yeah. me think so much that's all I've done I think and and, and to that point I think there was more deaths when it came to childbirth and all that kind of stuff back in the yes. day, right? It was more yes. like yes. like childbirth, Difficult childbirth bleeding out, yeah. and like yeah, exactly. No but it wasn't real... like miscarriage yeah. at the beginning and like you know conceptual losing kind of it things. and just conceptual yeah. issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so Danielle yeah. and I um, compiled some questions for Brandy. Um, quite a few of them were honestly like identical. Like we're just we've got like <laughs> a core of like just very curious and just general basic questions. But then she actually asked some that I thought were really interesting. So I'm gonna bounce back between if you see me fiddling with my phone. But so our first question pretty much to start is um like it's kind of a two parter. When did you Don't find worry. out 
And yeah. was it diagnosed or was it just kind of like you've just always had troubles type thing? Like, was it medically diagnosed type? No. And when, yeah, and when did you realize? Sorry. When I realized. No, that's okay. Um, go. <laughs> um, so for You're myself, trying. no, I haven't, I haven't uh, gone and got diagnosed with infertility. Um, there's multiple reasons why. Um, the main reason is because this all started and what I feel like is my troubles with the medical field and them telling me that birth control was okay and everything's okay. And so it was kind of one of those things that knowing a lot of people and knowing, like you said, a lot of people our age is definitely, I'm 36 and there is a lot of women that I know that have to do IVF or that have had miscarriages or stillbirths. Like I would say, fuck 60% of the women that I know have had some form of something. I think that's very fair to say. And I don't know if it's, that's for everyone or if I'm a person that's very vocal about things so I attract you know those kind of conversations the audience and the the type of people and the energy of yeah yeah, exactly so going back when and we've talked about this in birth control I think a few times so going back to when I was 16 years old I used to get period cramps that would like fucking floor me like I'm not I'm a pretty tough person I would say I feel like I'm pretty strong I can handle a decent amount of pain And this would take me out. Like I'd want to be puking. I'd be, I worked at Dairy Queen and I'd be like healed over wanting to throw up because it's Port Alberni. It's 35 degrees in the summertime. And here I am 16 in the kitchen, kitchen, sweating, I'm cooking, sweating. And all of a sudden I'm getting waves. And what I would explain what it felt like is what I would imagine the beginning feelings of labor. Like I would, Mm. so looking back now, I feel for you on that one. <laughs> so that's and the reason why I say that. And now as an adult and actually seeing the miscarriage happen, um, looking back now, I'm not sure that those were really bad cramps or I was just having continual miscarriages at that point because what it would feel like is like it would just pain would come on really strong and then it would release like just like it would be consistent like contractions. contractions, right? And then it would be like this big ending and then it'd be like not as bad. And so then I had no idea. And and I'm not saying that those were miscarriages, but now that I've caught myself in the act of losing it, um, I can now be like, Oh my God, that pain is the pain that I remember when I was 16, 17, which started me on pharmaceuticals. It was like, Oh, you're on um, birth control and you have these really bad periods where we're going to put you on and off different birth controls. So I was on everything but the shot. Um, Having all these pains, I had the patch, and that yeah. gave me a blood clot. I was in the hospital. I like passed out one morning. My mom thought I was hungover. Okay, and so I was like, you said no. the shot, so the depo shot. I didn't do it. That's the only thing I didn't do. No. no. Okay, so that, that was me too. I was just gonna. I was just thinking. Sorry, of the list. So I've done no. pills, the ring, yeah. Yeah. the patch. Yes. And I think the only thing my doctor would not give me is yeah the shot. I wouldn't do the shot. shot too. Yeah. yeah, because uh, there was other girls around me that were doing it. And the thought of that being in my body for three I had to four one girlfriend. months. Yeah, and just knowing my track record, I was like, at least all these other things I can stop immediately. And I was on every birth control, including Yaz, that has been go- gone through yeah. for all the legal lawsuits so and whatnot, yeah. which we're going to go through next month, you guys. But yeah, so all these things at 16, 17, like it was just nuts. So I, I don't know yeah. if that's when my miscarriages started happening, but that is when I started having issues. And instead of talking about, and I talked with this Dr. Anthony, instead of discussing my life, my lifestyle, what I was doing, it was here's some Tylenol three, have fun. Yeah. And at the time, bless my mom. She knows this. She was very like, yeah, pills fix lots of things. That was very, well, that's what, you're taught. That's, what, that's you're what told. you're taught. 
Yeah. And so I'm an adult. You're 16. You can call the doctor. Well, (laughs) I have addicts in my family. I'm an addict myself. And not only did Tylenol 3 take the period pain away, it took away every single pain, everything. So it was like, wow. And the doctor never stopped. He just kept prescribing them to me. And I was 16 years old taking Tylenol 3 for my period pain and trying all these different birth controls and not once did anybody ask. So anyways, bless you. Um, Thank you. Sorry. And then no, that's okay. So dial forward. We know through like my marriage, we're able to conceive, but we weren't really trying hard because he was working away and it just like our schedules weren't also lining up. So at that time I wasn't thinking, yeah. but I did tell him like, Hey, Too before hard we get married. It. Yeah. Like just FYI, I might not be able to have a baby. Like these are conversations you need to have when you're in this situation. So- right. What was it that, like, before that, that said you might not be able to have a baby? Did you know, um, like, were you... I didn't... Because is didn't, it... Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I was just saying, I didn't really... Um, I wasn't really told that by anybody. It's just something I just kind of inherently knew. Like, something is wrong. Felt like... Yes, something's wrong inside of me, and I'm broken, and there's just no way I'm ever going to be able to have... Like, that my body could have a baby. I don't know. It's just something that I always like knew. Like, intuition type thing yes. you kind of felt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, sorry, and then, I just, yeah. no, 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 never say sorry. So, cause I'm kind of going all over the place. So it's just all a part of it. So when I was 12, my mom had kids again. So knowing all of this stuff, you know, and watching her, she almost died. So did my brother. Um, she, he's just too big. They almost died. I had to watch Holy. all these nurses. It, I was 12 years old watching all these nurses going in and out. My mom's like, everyone's freaking out. My mom is like, maybe not going to make it. My little brother's not going to make it. And at 12 years old, that's what I'm seeing when it comes to childbirth. So that's a lot. Yeah, It's a lot of trauma. And uh, my brother came out with a huge scar on his face. Um, he was ripped apart. My mom was ripped apart. Um, again, I was 12 years old. It was very traumatic. Um, and then all the women around me started Jesus. having babies. And it was just a lot of trauma based in that like because it is it's a lot it's a lot right and and everyone's having babies at the same time and all this stuff is happening and there's miscarriages happening and there's this and and then all of a sudden I start going through my stuff and I was just like aren't pain like that isn't it is like it's not endometriosis is it that's what I've always thought it was so then I got tested for that when I was younger and they said no you don't have it and then after that it was like I wasn't I know so but like Again, you can go get blood work and they can say everything's fine. You know what I'm saying? So for me, yeah. it's just like, what's going? I'm, I. Sorry, you just know something's kind of. You just off. start preparing, like, and for my, I, I've always been in a fight or flight. You know, my whole family's divorced. My parents divorced. I come from an alcoholic father. Um, I come from like you know a lot of chaos, a lot of mental like illness and and anxiety and no awareness to it right so like all of that combined together doesn't really set you up in a good environment and you're always just assuming that bad things are going to happen and that you don't deserve good things so in my mind I've always told myself like that's just what it is like you you, you're not ever you say unaware but you're very aware of it me yes I'm blessed yes generational but my, it was because my mom and me pushed through it together like 10 years yeah. ago and we've worked really hard um, to do that. And I'm very aware, but at those formidable ages of, you know, a child, a it teenager, a young adult, you, you don't, later. yes. And so you've developed all of those bad habits, all of those terrible yeah. thought patterns. And so in my family, it was very much like you got married, you had kids and, you know, you know, that was your contribution. You know, my mom worked, she was a single mom, of course, and every woman worked very independent, but it was very much like you had kids. So everyone was having kids. And here I am going into 16 now having period problems, knowing everything and knowing what could happen with miscarriages. Like I was, I was, there's just a lot of, it's a lot, right? Like my mom, 
my grandma was 19 when she had my mom and my mom sorry 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 my grandma was 16 when she had my mom and my gra- my mom was 19 turning 20 when she had me so my grandmother was 36 years Young old mother when she well. was a grandmother yeah exactly right so are your aunts all or my mom is the oldest so then it goes my uncle and then my two other aunts so my when i was born my aunts were teenagers so that was pretty fucked up for them too because now all of a sudden there's this new baby and everyone cares about the new baby you know what i mean so it's just it's very very crazy dynamics in my family and so i think that kind of i've always like been like i have to have a kid but there's no way i'm gonna have it and then i'm just not worthy so the extra guilt from that was never like feeling like you can't contribute in the way that like every other woman in your family has contributed no that's exactly and put to the family and and it's so exciting and like i come from a huge family so it's just like and i'm the first one that is going through this probably not going to have a kid and definitely not traditionally you know and that also made me feel very very shameful for a long time it, well, it just automatically singles you out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just mm-hmm. automatically different than everyone in, like, such yeah. an obvious and big way in some yeah. cases, which you are. what did I do? Like the, yeah. What did I do? Like, that's and why the is it thing. me? Yeah. Why is it me? If it's not, like, yeah. the rest of my family, everyone's fertile as fuck. My mom got her IUD out and she was pregnant within, like, a day. And it's like, uh, it's, okay. Yeah. When people told, what like... I do? Seeing it kind of hits on my side, too, because, like, when I tell people, um which leads into a next question I'll ask after when I tell people that Nick and I like literally we did it on the one fertile day like the very most fertile day on this app that I have so who knows if that's actually correct or not yeah who knows but we did it on the one day and bang there we go it happened and it was just we had just kind of always if it happens it happens we weren't like actively trying and when I like explain it to some people I always feel so terrible because they look at me like well it was really hard for me or like I can't and I feel like I want to, like, it, I'm very grateful and, like, shocked and thankful that it happened that way, but, like, at the same time feel, yeah, like, like, it's just sad that it's, it should be that way for, like, everyone. Like, you should be able to just, like, it just, it sucks. Yeah, it does. But, so, yeah, the next question, um, like, how do I ask this? Um, just ask it, man. It's all good. So he does it like ups- <laughs> like does it upset you when people talk about pregnancy and like having kids and like or like the opposite and like complain about it like how do you like does it just like mentally how do you like cope with yeah that kind of conversation around people like my kid and Kayla's kid I know you love them both but like you know like how is it to like when you see baby announcements of friends on in like it always I it just I feel like it, it would sting a little it does all the sometimes. Time. No matter if you, like, outwardly. Yes. So it's kind of like a layered question now. I And and then, too, I would be externally excited. And I would make sure, because at the same time, I was going through my first miscarriage that I had uh, when me and Grant were together. Or we are still together, for the record. Sorry. (laughs) Our first one together. When you first got together. Yeah, when we first got together. um, One of my best friends at the time was pregnant. And she really was so respectful in the fact that she'd be like, may I please share this with you? Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I want to share this with you because That's you're really my best friends, though. but I don't want to hurt you. And so no one had really talked to me in that sense before. Cause a lot of people, Oh, okay. So before I would hate people, like, honestly, like just be straight yeah. up people that used abortions like candy. I really wanted to just like really hurt them because 
I was really coming from a place of like victimhood and, and why me instead of trying yeah. to look at the deeper purpose and understand that everyone has their own journey. So if yeah. a couple years ago when I, so when I couldn't, sorry, let's go back for a second. When I couldn't have a baby with my ex-husband and we got divorced, we, as far as I know, never had a miscarriage. So that was just kind of like an indication to me that like, maybe I just never happened and maybe but it maybe it just didn't happen right like I don't know and then it's always this like I don't know because I don't trust the doctors going to the doctors are going to tell me what like here take all these hormones do all these things like they've never done anything to me so I was like you know what I don't really care right now and then the single and then me and Grant like I was on birth control and then I must have fucked up somewhere um and it's so funny because people always be like oh guys that are on gear can't get people pregnant (laughs) not true um you know and then I'll go through like the story of what happened like down the road, but then it happened. And then it was just like a smack to reality that like, no, you can't, you know, not like maybe you can, but like, it was just a confirmation of disappointment that like, and there's just a realization. Yeah. Yeah. So, so prior to that, I never had a problem because it was like, I'm done with my ex-husband, me and Grant aren't there yet. So I'm not in a space where I need, I would feel jealous about anybody because I've never usually been that person because not to be that way, but like we talked in the body, like I've had people be jealous of me for reasons that I don't quite understand. So I really try to take when I'm jealous of somebody else and learn from it and look at it as a positive, you know what I'm saying? So then it didn't matter. And then that happened and I was just in a really dark place in my life and not dark place, but just like a very lost place. Like I didn't, it was just before we moved here. So it was like, yeah, yeah, down. And like, I I was really happy because like me and Grant were together and things were going good. And I was working in the cannabis industry, but everything else- Yeah, everything else was like super heavy. And soon as that happened, we were like, okay, we're going to move. And we'll get to that after. Um, and and there was a long period of time. And what people didn't understand is that some people were having um, baby showers. And it was just, it's not that I didn't love them or I didn't care about them um, or that I even felt like I was missing out. It was more that like, I just don't know how I'm going to react. And I don't want to take my journey and the upset that I'm going through and the heaviness and bring that to a moment that you should absolutely be so happy to do. And as much as I can like put on a good face, I also don't think that that's always the right thing to do just to appease somebody else. So that part was really hard when some people didn't understand why I wouldn't go to baby showers. Did you like like, tell them why? Or did you just say, sorry, I can't make it that day. Like depended on who it was because I don't, ever like to throw that in people's faces unfortunately though I've known a few girls that that do I don't want to say like it's like I get that it's hard like I can't even imagine like I don't know what it's like so like I I can't even begin to imagine Mm -hmm. but I know of some people that definitely use it as like a sympathy like it just seems like it's a sympathy thing and they just like it is always something they bring up and like I 100% understand that grieving is different for everyone Mm -hmm. and I um respect it 100% but sometimes just the vibe I get and I feel bad for saying that and I I don't think I've ever said this out loud was yeah like there's a few it happens it just there's you can just like there's just like a weird um like I don't know vibe about it the way it comes off is just very attention seeking so like 100%. I can't imagine yeah trying to like explain to someone nicely or politely but without directly like being like look I just I can't thank you for that and it's it again it's like 
it's just your different parts of healing, right? Like back then and in those moments, like I was like, and one of them was my best friend and, and she knew and she's yeah. like, no, I get well, it. But it's the people that, that were attending, right? Yeah. That people are attending. is like, why isn't your best friend here? And it's like, it's not, she doesn't want to say, you know, and it's like, yeah. I don't. She just couldn't be here today. It's It yeah. comes back to, it's none of your business. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. So when it, I had to. I guess it's, I don't, I can only speak for myself because I've had problems since I was 16. So I've had 20 years of coaching myself of this isn't going to get through it to get through it. So it's like, or not to get through it, but to kind of just prepare myself. Right. Like, and I just had to tell myself like with all these problems, how could my uterus be a healthy place for a child? And here's the kicker. And this is where it's like, I go back and forth because it's like, watch your fucking mouth when you say things. But at the same time, we also have yeah. a responsibility to understand that people don't know shit about fuck and you can't take everything personally, but I did at the time. So at the time when I was teaching uh, at the gym, I won't say the name, um, I was teaching a lot of classes and I was really, really thin and I was not healthy. We talked about this in the last be- being real with and yeah. um, someone made the comment and this is when I was like trying to have a baby after my marriage. Oh. Of, you need to eat a burger if you think you're going to have a baby. So, yeah, people need to keep their mouth <laughs> shut when they have nothing nice to say. It's the golden rule, man. Like, why right? would, do you want something like that said to you? Like, give me a break. So imagine me already going through all of these so body awful. image issues, already not being able to have a baby, already knowing that, yeah. that, and then now all of a sudden... Someone tells you that. Someone tells you that, <laughs> and, then, and then down the road, you do have a miscarriage, and you're like, what did I do? What yeah. did I do? It must have been because I smoked too much weed. It must have been because I'm working too hard. I'm not eating properly. I go to the gym too much. I do this, do that, do that. And you start listing all the reasons why. And then it's like, yeah, that's what I thought. You don't deserve a baby. You didn't give it a good home. Yeah. So therefore you don't have it. All these people it's are right. Just, it just spirals, man. And it really we, does. And we need I to like hit on does. this this one part here. And I don't really want to beat on the drum too much about this because we talked about this in last episodes. But then you get this new community telling you yeah. that you're the same as a trans woman because you cannot have a baby therefore why men should be just as attracted to you as they are trans women now i'm not saying trans women you're, aren't beautiful because blair white is a babe and there are some that are fucking amazing. you're their scapegoat though you're the but one the scapegoat. your demographic is the one demographic that gives them some sort of opening to say and that they belong yeah, and, and it's it's similar to them lumping onto the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. They're using you as like, yeah, yeah but this is they're the same. using you and it, just plain and, that, and simple. Yeah, and that hurts. And 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 furthermore, I want to add this, and I don't want to beat on this drum uh, more. But one big problem that I have with a lot of um, MLM companies, when you start deep diving into the anti, which I don't necessarily relate to because I know a lot of great people that are part of them and I know a lot of great companies however when you go down the bad side of it there are a lot of women like you say that use their situation and don't believe me look up your fucking self and don't come at me about this please because this is the this affects me because I've had people come at me and be like oh your body and if I publicly shared this in those forums I would get taken advantage of where they say that Things like Arbonne or different products like this can cure your infertility essential and make oils, you have a baby. Essential oils. And that is so dangerous. Even if you think that's right, even if you know someone that did that, do not give that fucking that's falsehood an to insane a woman. It hurts. I was like, I cannot. Of evil to try and use a woman's infertility to try and say that you can heal her. There's like those gurus and magic doctors and mm-hmm. like happens all the time you know what i mean like yeah. just and the it, is kind that, like, it is everywhere it is everywhere but the difference quick between fix. yes but 
But the difference between those companies and those big companies doing it and the difference between MLMs is that they try to be your friends, right? They're people in your community. So it's not just, and that's the whole point of why you're supposed to support them. So it's like, that's where I struggle. I'm not going to say Morna because again, I'm not, this is not anti-MLM, right? Or an anti-trans, but it's things that I've had to mentally work through my head for no reason that I shouldn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, with all due respect, like put me beside Blair White. Yeah, she's way hotter she's way bigger tits she's luscious you know but if they found out you know like they're going for vag and going for not like there would be a clear you know what i mean and it's like i used to always use carmen carrera because she looked like she was just gorgeous and like there are some that are just stunning stunning. and there's nothing wrong with that but please don't take nothing to do with having a womb and ovaries because the complications that can come with wombs and ovaries and And cervixes the pain you don't know the pain of not being able to like so you think you have fucking gender dysphoria try feeling like you've you're in never, the right body and never been able to have it. children yes the fact that women are meant to have that capability and can't like you don't understand that it's kind not of the same. it's not you the just, same pain. you just can't you can't, you can't. <laughs> whether you're a woman or a man or what like your your insides do not allow it no. whereas ours should allow it and there's unfortunately far too many women that do not have that capability Mm -hmm. and honestly like it like yeah it just really makes me sad yeah it just bums me out because i'm not anti anything i'm not against anybody but when you start using my pain to find validation to fuel your campaign yes that hurts and that's not fair and if you're selling products to women on that you're gonna fix their fertility you can pound sand like quote me on this right now let's do this there should be lawsuits there should be lawsuits. there should be like that is not okay like yeah false advertising because like i really don't believe that anyone has any form of magic anything there's in some cases it it is literally like i'm pretty sure my aunt i think the story is i haven't really like asked i was told when i was younger she was born with her period essentially so she went through reverse menopause and she's never been able to have a child my cousin is adopted like there's like she went to adoption but but there's like a lot of like different ways there's just a lot of different reasons why like ways like there's natural like hers Mm -hmm. there is um I'm gonna say chemically induced because it's just in everything um like there's just so many different ways and no matter what like it it you're still meant to have the capability you have all the parts to do so so you and trans women have literally nothing in common at all and I don't yeah I'm with you (laughs) I don't agree with you that they should lump on and try and like use you to fuel their yeah like validation almost yeah exactly and like try and use you as like seeing a lot of the women in congress or women in like these huge meetings and like gatherings that i've seen say well there are some men that can have babies and there are some men that can get pregnant it really makes me like angry that they're trying to advocate for it's like I've compared it to before I've shared memes or I don't remember where I said it but it's similar to um it's like gender appropriation that's what I yeah 100% like you're appropriating our gender like if I were to go out in cornrows uh some people wouldn't care some people would have an issue with it 
and I would be the bad guy. However, you can go out and, like, get dressing yeah. in a dress is one thing. Yes. But, like, full-on claiming. And, like, the men that you see on Instagram and stuff holding tampons, gay guys mm-hmm. or, like, trans, like, wow. stop. You don't want this. Stop. Why do you want this? Why do you want to bleed? It's no well, fun. I don't understand dude, why anyone Yeah, that's this. the thing. You like, want it all, but you don't you get don't any of the it. crappy sides of it. Any of no. the downfalls. Like, yeah, periods. Mm-hmm. You, the, after, I'd give you two, maybe three, until you're like, this is fucking disgusting. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you, you don't want great. the bad sides. Being, no. It's the same thing with guys. Like, we all have our shitty, but like... Yeah, it really, it's a weird you topic. To claim that. You don't get to claim that for us. Like, please don't. I mean that in the kindest way possible. I'm speaking, I'm, I'm not going to speak on behalf of anybody. I'm speaking. But we're the bad experience. guys. But yeah, we're the bad guys. And it's like. For feeling it, that way. Exactly. And so it's like, um, but to get back to your question before, um, <laughs> I kind of want to like retouch on that, that like my situation's different where I've been through a lot of my healing and I understand and I have had this understanding for a while. So it's easier for me to be excited for everyone. Now, do I have days? Absolutely. Like. There's always yeah. going to be days of wondering, like, what if, or moments. Um, but then I just come back to, like, my why. And so my advice for people to – this is just my advice. You can take it or not. That know someone that has gone through this, my advice would be, like, just to talk to them about how they feel about it. And if it's a no-go zone, if there's a boundary, if you would like to ask, like, you know, I was just yeah. like, can you just ask me first how I am that day before you, like, ram me with all this excitement and it's not rude. Yeah. It was like, cause then, and then it's just putting me in this weird position where I have to act fake happy. Right. And it's not, yeah. mean, it's just I'm having a day. So it would be like, Hey, I have something really exciting to share. Can I share it? And then, you know, I knew what that meant. You know, I knew it was yeah. about, cause we'd had that conversation and I think yeah. that was the nicest. It's like, you know, I just feel like it's considerate. It. It's definitely a hard question to ask. And I yeah. would be like, it would really hurt my soul. And like, I feel like if you've had that conversation, it'd be easier. Cause then it would be like, you know to ask it but like it's hard to like if you don't know how to have that conversation with someone like yeah I couldn't imagine being like hey B I have some exciting news but can I tell you it's about like babies like I would feel like that's a hard question to ask and it's yes. kind of uncomfortable so I, I understand why people would I, because yes. I find it would be hard to word and hard to like come across not like almost like pity because it's not pity it's no, like just, it's just I want like you want to make sure that like yeah you're ready and available to accept this information or if have you absolutely been and I think that's just how you were right? suffering like, kind of like if if it was you and we hadn't had all this and I wasn't sharing yeah. anything if you were just like hey B I know you've gone through some things when it comes to babies or you know your fertility fertility yeah can and I share I feel, something with you yes like how how are you in your healing and do you feel like it's I can share my journey or is that too hard I really want to respect your healing yeah. and more often than not like just depending on who it is, like most people will be like, yes, thank you. Just let me know or like check in with me first and where I'm at. Right. Like I always want to hear the excitement things. And if, even if someone says something offhand and it like would be something that would trigger me, like I've done the work you just where it's processed like, a lot to not have yes, it trigger you. Yeah. It's not, it's not for me. And if I turned around and was like, Hey, I can't have a baby. And that was shitty. That's going to make that person feel shitty. And I just yeah. don't see the point in that. Like, and, and that's the shitty part is that I had to use this in the fucking pandemic to explain to people why yeah. some people didn't want to take the fucking vaccine. And that yeah. hurt me. I was on Fit You. I'll try and go and find it. We weren't friends down there yet. We weren't even 
I don't even think we're talking about it on the podcast. And I went on a live on Facebook <laughs> and I bawled. I fucking bawled my eyes out. And I was like, how dare you people tell people what to do like me? Like you're fucking calling Honestly, me a grandma killer. And I'm just trying to protect true. the one fucking bit of fertility I might have, you son of a bitches. And now everything that's come out, fuck everybody that was against The crazy that. part is too, is it's like, no matter what it was medically, no matter what the reason was, people should have just respected everyone's totally. like decision at the start, no matter what. Like fertility issues, medical issues, personal choice issues, religious issues. Like there's enough issues that it should have just been like everything else where you get to choose and decide what you do Absolutely. but yeah people I, I had to get it's real, hard real there. people don't get it like oh. they don't understand because they don't have the same issues they don't understand the risk of yeah like you have you're here with your chances and you take that and you bottom out you're here with your chances you take it it might drop a bit you don't know like you don't okay. know if this one last thing is going to like be That's the it. last straw that mm-hmm. kerplunks everything mm-hmm. or like that would be i think that alone would cause anxiety well my history like, with blood clots people. i was like um yeah there's two strikes on i've had one. blood clots in my leg when i was younger and now that i think about it it was the ages that i was on birth control when i first mm-hmm. started it i had blood mm-hmm. clots in my legs i had two we're going to go through that That's too, That's insane. Guys. I We're just, that literally that just, clicked. like, clicked for me. <laughs> Weird. Weird, wow. hey? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good with wow. it now. Always share stuff with me. Always ask me questions, especially if you're going through this. If you're listening, yeah. you've gone through it. I mean, I have a small story compared to a lot of other people, um, but I've been dealing with the idea of not being a mom yeah. since I was 16, so. Okay. I, th- I think the stories vary from yours where you just kind of had a like a hunch and you just I don't want to be rude but like didn't really pursue it as hard any further where the people that are just like so desperate and they do IVF for fucking years or they take everything under the sun for years trying to have something happen that doesn't like I can kind of I kind of compare it to girls that you watch um Sex in the City with Charlotte where she just couldn't have a baby and she was just so like she wanted wanted that baby I'm not saying you don't but like just there's yeah, I can't imagine, like, e- either way, it's rough, but I just can't imagine, like, the expense in that, too. IVF is a lucrative business. Like, is. rounds of IVF. I just, I don't know the actual number, but numbers that I've heard thrown out are just, like, <gasps> they take your breath away. Yes. And some people do multiple rounds. I have family members that have done multiple rounds of IVF, and it's, like, good damn. Yes, and that's like, a really good point I do want to focus on, too, and... And, and this is a really good point because I think a lot of women that weren't trying and then just had miscarriages and or like me and always knew that you wouldn't is that you try to downplay your pain because yeah. you weren't trying. And so when I would tell people, I'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I had a miscarriage for however that came up in conversation, I felt close enough to share it. Then I was like, but I wasn't trying. So like it's fine it's fine yeah you know, and, it's and not like know. we were like in a rush to have them it's just I know yeah. that I can't therefore yeah. you're also again like mentally prepared for it whereas some women aren't and that's why they jump into like round after round of IVF but mm-hmm. yeah I, I see what you're saying about yeah and people you're supposed to suppress that. that like yeah oh no no, well, no it's okay yeah and I think just like with anything you know if you're someone dies close to you you always feel like you can't feel as much pain as say this person because this person's closer and so then you like diminish your pain but I think that that is not a good thing and I think it really hurt me by doing gaslighting yourself you're gaslighting yourself because it's like for me it was like oh it's not that big a deal you weren't trying you know you don't you don't know if you want to have them anyways which is a story I've told myself because it's easier to accept my Yeah, it's easier to accept my future if I pretend that I don't want them, in a sense, right? To get through it. Um, Because regardless if I want them or not, like, 
the facts are the facts. And, and I didn't want to be that way where it was like always earning for it and then being slammed back. So that's with my ex-husband. I just went off birth control and it's like, it happened, it happened. And then it never happened. And then we got divorced. And then, then I actually had miscarriages over here and I was like, Oh, okay. Were you the type of child to like, were you, when you were younger, did you want to be a mother? Like, was that something that you thought of and like wanted because it was so prominent in your family or, and then like eventually just stopped? Cause I was never no. the type of girl that like wanted to be a mother or wanted to be a wife or have like this huge wedding. Like I just never, I talked about it and like did little, like stupid little things, but like I was never heart of hearts desired f- no. for that. Same. I think that's no, why I we ended up waiting so long. Like Nick and I just, <laughs> we weren't in a rush. And honestly, it's not that we didn't want them per se. It's just not something that we were like really we focused this on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my family was very divorced and broken quite a bit. And I think it was a very chaotic childhood. So I don't think I got to think about those things very much. Um, but you knew that having babies was what women were supposed oh, to do. Oh, 100%. Yes, but yes, it wasn't yeah, something yeah. you like wanted or no, like, like I thought didn't pretend. of yeah no I and so that's where it leads me to wonder always like did I just always like is if you think about how you're supposed to be coming back and learning all these lessons yeah maybe souls before this I have been a mother and I'd done that part and now maybe yeah. I'm here to like if I was a mom right now I wouldn't be able to do this like I do I wouldn't be able to do the job I wouldn't be able to be here for the people in my life yeah. right so I kind of in a beautiful way want to feel like I, I did that part and yeah. I had to come to a point where it was like do I continue to quote unquote like not try because when you're trying it hurts when it doesn't happen do I want to keep just like not caring and see if it happens and keep having yeah. miscarriages or do I just want to start calling things what they are and just move on and um I just kind of called it like six months ago where it's like I don't want to put my body through that I don't want yeah. to put my mind through that I don't want to put my family and my boyfriend and my work and my life through just that. mental health and everything through everything that, right? and my body like it cannot be good to have this many miscarriages and 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 just like you know so for me it's just kind of like I had to let go of let's say quote-unquote my ego I'm not saying this to anybody else yeah. I'm saying this for me that I am still as much of a woman and a motherly yes. being and, and, and contributing to the world, even though I'm not traditionally maybe doing so. You and don't have to have a child to be mother nurturing and like motherly exactly. and fulfill that feeling. Yeah. Like absolutely. It gets lo- lonely sometimes. And, but then in those moments I go get the pets or I hug G or I think about the podcast and all the things that I'm very grateful for. And I believe in universal purpose if it's meant to happen. Yeah we'll find, find a baby. And I feel like in a couple of years when we got our house, we're settled a little bit more, that child will come into our lives and it'll be a perfect time for us to take care exactly. of them. Right. Or like, God forbid something happens to somebody around me and then I can take that child in or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want my body through that stress and my heart through that stress yeah. and my soul and my mind because it's reaching for something yeah. I might not have. And I'm okay to let that go. On the complete opposite hand, I have a auntie slash friend that she just always knew from a young age that she was destined to be an auntie. She wasn't mm-hmm, meant to that. be a mom. Yeah. Like she is destined to be an aunt. And there's something about that. Like she knowing her, That's I wouldn't funny. say she's motherly. She is a great figure and like, she is a great woman and like, she's a good role. I wouldn't say role model, but like, you know, someone that to be there for you and teach you lessons. But it kind of just makes, like, it's just not her. No, and, like, I understood are. when she said it. She said, I am just meant, I'm meant to be an auntie. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. 
And I think I've always thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Because you can be there for people, right? And, and yeah. it's, everyone's story is different. I understand the women that pay and go through the IVF. I have been medically yeah. abused so much that I just, I can't do that to my body. I'm now terrified of everything that I can do to it. And I just, I don't want to it's push wild. it anymore. I abused While you were talking about that, I thought, which I really wish I would have thought of before and done some research. Okay. So, like we said, women are meant to breed essentially from like medieval times like that's what we were here you find a good woman you breed you have kids you make a big family yeah once the government got put into place i feel like there has been a very slow decline in the family size and i feel like it started out as a trickle and very slow obviously to start but like if you think about it like our parents and our parents parents had like nine eight five ten twelve fourteen kids like they had children like tons and it has slowly made its way down like my grandmother had i think nine siblings or eight Mm -hmm. siblings my mom had two i have two or had two they are like step and half siblings but like Mm -hmm. besides the point like I just feel like it has, and it's gotten later. We Mm -hmm. have started late. They've instilled, it's, so I feel like once the government got into place, they started putting into play their birth control, their agenda, and like their depopulation of having to keep shit, whatever. And Mm -hmm. once that whole started, they started introducing the psychology of it, of like feminism, you yeah. want to work you don't want to have children yeah, and the, like Revolution. shrinking of 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 family sizes and then now i feel like that wasn't going fast and now it seems to be they started introducing shit into our food and into our products and into our like clothing and everything that like chemically started to take away Cast our ability people. to have mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. and there's something about that that is like now Super somehow quick. so obvious but like so like hidden before i don't even know the word for it just completely i'm gonna say this and sound crazy asinine like diabolical diabolical like any kind of like big fancy word for just absolutely disgusting atrocious Mm -hmm. despicable like i don't know the more i think about it that just came to me and i was just like dude i can like see like a timeline in front of me of like big happy families blah blah blah, then the slow introduction of the mental fuckery and then the like microchemical fuckery and now it's like fucking medical fuckery yeah i saw a video today talking about like covid side bar talking about how they were just like killing people like it was just they for money it was just like they weren't they they get them in put like do some tests whatever uh, ventilator eventually and then coded and then you're done and then they throw you into the freezer into the morgue like she said at the one hospital she worked at it was like a rotating thing like i just feel like they have implemented so many different things to like take away our ability and it just dawned on me and it just like crushes me oh it is it's like, hard and being someone like like knowing that like it would stress you out to put anything in your body 100%. and to do anything to eat anything to drink anything because like yeah, you don't know what you're holding on to. There's no gauge. We don't have like a fucking health bar, like video no, games like in the video games. you that like you Here's have your fertility level. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I, it's and up until now, none of us knew did, about all these endocrine. Knowing any of this now, like further or add or add new anxiety and stress. No, actually, in an odd way, it kind of relieved some of it because for so long I was now like, you I realize, did something oh, wrong. 
And now it's like, maybe I just wasn't set up successfully from day one. And I've been on on and off different birth control pills. And so the funny thing that you say that, and I cannot wait for us to get into the next month, man, because I've been doing my research for birth control and it is literally that. I don't know if it's because I'm high or what, but like that just like came to me kind of like, dude, like I can just see it. Like, and I wrote down in a text message, so I remembered to say it mid-conversation, decline in family size. Because I was like, dude, it's gone down. Yeah. And I feel like it started very much around the time that, like, governmental authority started yep. being, like, there's, like, a top, like, a pyramid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Well, I don't want to get into it too much because it'll take away from my research from the birth control history. Yeah, but still. But essentially, essentially, birth control was brought in for population control for people that were in poverty. So you think about that and put a pin in it just, and come back to our next episode because I'm going to tell you why. We're being set up for being set up for failure. failure. Or to be complete medical cash cows is kind of how I, I think about it. What a way to, like, honestly, like, what an absolute psychological mind fuck. Mm-hmm. That was a double psychological mind, but whatever. <laughs> psychological fuckery. To take away the woman's right to have children. Mm-hmm. To reproduce. Something that we're like, not everyone wants to, and that's in part Dude, help of the way we're brought up and everything, but... They're sterilizing women in Puerto Rico. Without their they knowledge. They did that in uh, India. India as well. And I'm pretty sure they did that to North American women as well. So like it's yeah. this. So knowing this stuff makes me sad, but it also makes me feel like, okay, maybe I didn't do something wrong. Yeah. here, like inadvertently. Environmental. Yeah. Like it must, like it's probably all of these things. And yes, I have the ability now as an adult, Fuck but it's egg. a little bit less of like, I was just born this way and not meant to. It's like, maybe yeah. I was born and all these things worked against me and that's okay. But it just, it felt less, um, self-inflicted and more like I just didn't know that all of these bad foods that I was eating and birth control and these products all the hair the makeup all of that was contributing to my infertility like I so or possible question now yes do you okay this is a two-parter do you want children and what process would you consider and like how what's you and g's story like what do you guys plan on having them do you guys did you guys ever talk about it was it like a super like disappointing thing for him because you said your ex-husband just like you guys were gonna try like if it happens it happens was he super disappointed uh, no. So like Steve is, Steve was really good about it. Um, I, on the outside, I feel like deep down he wanted to have his own children. A little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he did it because he loved me so much and, and that's so great, but there's something in me that just didn't feel right. And yeah. when we got divorced, it was like, there was a lot of pressure of us having kids and it was always the question because you're married when you're having kids and like just straight up guys, oh, like if God. you know, if you I relate know, to that. I, Fuck. I, I know it's hard and I know it's such an easy question, but if you know a couple's been together for a while and they haven't had a baby, there's chances there's, are A, a re- they, there could be a reason, and two, they could be trying and not, or they might not want them, and I just think it's such a shame. You and I question. are the different ends of that, where Nick yeah. and I were just together forever, and everyone kept asking, it's like, dude, we're not, like, leave us the fuck alone, we don't want yeah. them right now, like, yes. we didn't know if we had anything, but it's just like, dude, yeah. leave me alone, like, fuck yes. off, whereas you is, it's the sensitive of, like, okay, well, <laughs> we can't exactly have them that easily, so yeah. back the fuck off. And like, then you have to decide if you yikes. want to have that conversation with that yeah. person. And I don't always want to have that conversation. I don't want no. the quote-unquote pity. I don't want to open that up because That's I'm still working bullshit. through it, right? And I hate so, that yeah. question, to be fair. Yeah. Why yeah. aren't you married? Why don't yeah. you have children? Marriage yeah. and children. Which like, I get, a traditional, but... Yeah. 
But a good question is, what's going on in your future? What are you looking forward to? And if it's a baby, they'll say it. It's pretty straightforward. But anyways. If it's um, a wedding, they'll tell you. (laughs) So it's kind of a hard question for me to answer if I do want children. Because I guess just like with the car situation, it's like I I want to. But I also know that there is a lot that are going against me. So physically, no. So if if we were to do it, and this just depends on where we're at in a couple years. Because I don't want to not live in a house when I got to go take in my own home when I go take care yeah. of someone's baby and there's just certain things right so adoption would be the only way that I'm comfortable um to have a baby I would not do IVF I would not do a surrogate um adoption uh for multiple reasons uh Kayla is a miracle and her life and her story and she came into my life for a reason to show me that you know adoption is a very positive thing yes um and yes yeah, so when I met Steve I let him know right away hey my uterus is not okay I have no idea if I can have children or not and he was like cool we have them we have them we don't we don't and but I, I know he wanted them and so you know we talked about yes we would have them um but again it wasn't like I for real can't and then was it I ad- adoption on the table for you guys as well it was but I don't know that again I, I think he was just fully for me yeah. right like yeah. which okay. is great um because he did have an adoptive sister as well but I think deep okay. down he still always wanted to have his own yeah baby. you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah I so, totally get that but I, I believe that he would have done it for me for sure Steve was a great guy that way like hands down um Grant right away same thing hey <laughs> straight up can't and he didn't care whether we have kids or not he just wanted to be with me um in the same situation where it's like if we have babies great like he's gonna be a great dad we have babies but if not then hey we get to have a funny farm and travel like we just looked at the both being positive so that there's no pressure or expectation for both right so if adoption doesn't pan out then I'm not sitting here feeling even more of a failure and thinking oh my god is my spouse gonna leave me now um right so these are very important questions that you have to have unfortunately um in my opinion you should be having them very early um especially in your 30s like I told Grant I'm I'm divorced I, I I'm done all of this like crazy dating. Like yeah. I can't have babies and I know we're just dating, but I need you to know before you invest any more time, if that is super important to you. So for yeah. me, it was, it's an immediate uh, to any boyfriend that I got serious with. That's good. Yeah. So Did I all of, that? Of, the, of the options, yeah, that was, yes. of the options, how do you feel, like, what are your thoughts on adoption, surrogacy and um, IVF? Like I find I, IVF is very scary. Yes. So I'm terrified of needles. So yeah, that's, that's I don't think I could do that. I've seen yeah. some videos of some friends that like bless them yeah, when they got pregnant, wrong, but the, I, I hate needles and to have yeah. to take hormones all like, ugh, and, and that's what it is for that me. Is a it's process. That, and, and, and I fully like, I understand everybody's journey and this is just speaking on my own, but my body when I was addicted to pharmaceuticals for a very yeah. long time and I was on horm- uh, on different types of birth control, I have fucked with my body in so many different ways that yeah. I feel like if I continue to fuck with her, she ain't going to last for a very it, long time. Yeah. It's going to come down. It's, so like it's just too much for Trying me. to put out a fire with fire type yes. thing. And just with all of my prescription pill abuse and the stuff, I just yeah. want to give my body a fucking chance to heal entirely. And I just... I don't think I can mentally handle the disappointment anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's to that point I, I where it's just that. too far gone of me. And I've done so much healing that the idea of physically having a baby is just, yeah. it's just not for, it's not, it's going not, to happen, it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm, and I've just made peace and, and it's a money thing. Like I, I want to buy a house and like, if we spend all that money on that, how am I going to get a house? Yeah. How am I going to, you know, yeah. so props to everyone that can do it. Like, yeah. I, no, like I said, like, 
my ex-sister-in-law, they, like a ton of people did. Like I know a ton of people that um, have gone through it and I fucking amazing for them and proud of you guys for going through that and spending your yeah. money on this. That doesn't align. Um, surrogacy, I think it's amazing. I know a lot of women that have I'm done it. I'm very conflicted. I, I would be scared in the fact that you do hear of women changing their mind and taking the baby back and you just never know where that's going to be in the future. Yeah. But I do think it's beautiful if you have full intentions. Like Courtney, that was on our show. Yeah. She had full intentions. She had her own husband and kids and just really wanted to help another like couple. And, and so, but there that's are kind of where I am. Like, <laughs> I find it super beautiful that like women are willing to help in that way. Like, I find that, like, I don't know if I would do IVF even a consideration. Surrogacy would be hard because although I find it to be beautiful. That's a lot of work. I also understand the side of, like, one, yeah, they like to, you've seen horror stories of them changing their mind and wanting to keep it because selling someone that has grown life in you, that is a such a, I hate saying this and I'm sorry to say this in front of you. It is such a powerful feeling that I could never imagine not keeping a baby like that. Unless like you said, you have wife and kid, like a husband and kids and like you fulfill, like I just, I like, I don't know. I just, I could not fathom it. Like it just, I have a hard time with that. And I have a hard time with like the jealousy of not getting to carry it yourself and just the fact that it's not yours. Like you did mm-hmm. not carry it. I know that's the same with adoption. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but like, that's there's just something very much more intimate about the surrogacy things. So, like I like, What's I just within don't know the how I feel right? about it. <laughs> right. When you adopt, you're kind of like saving a baby and it's not saying that you're not with the surrogacy, and but the surrogacy is kind of planned, right? Like that you too is that. when, yeah, babies, some people just, you have them but just not in the right situation not in the right mindset like I can I can get behind that and it's better to yeah give it to someone who can but can't instead of abortion I 100% changed my stance on that because before adoption still stood but I was like when I was younger and in our teen like 20s early 20s like after a certain age I just if it happened it happened but the A word was on the table for us always. I never really liked to talk to too many people because a lot of people just didn't understand. But if Nick and I were 17 or 16 and had a baby, like, thinking about it now, there is absolutely no fucking way. Not a fucking, like, even up until, I'm going to say, a solid 23. Yeah. When we bought our house, actually. Like, I was just not, I was, like, even now, like, I am still a child sometimes. Like, it is hard enough taking care of your whole own self instead of, like, a whole human that you have to keep alive. You have to help thrive. Like, it's just, it's a a lot, though. Like, so, I hated to say it, but it was on the table. But now it is just, like, I would never, ever consider it. But it's just, surrogacy is huge. I I think adoption would be, Mm -hmm. it's, um, you kind of know what you're in for and it is very much you already know it is not anything to do with your carrying or like mm-hmm. your if you're doing like surrogacy like with your husband's sperm and another egg type thing yep. like this is 100% your choice to adopt and take care of this child a, a very much a child that is not of any sort of blood of yours sometimes yep. it is sometimes it's sometimes. nephews nieces yep. some like yep. like like yep. that but it's just yep. i feel like that one in a lot of cases is just more straightforward 
in, in a, a sense. Way. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if that's I have the no way idea. To describe yeah. that, but yeah, I think it's just a little bit more um, maybe sh- sure because usually when children are being adopted, it's like yeah. they've lost a parent or they've been given up. You know, for the most part, like that that bigger yeah. decision's done. There's not waiting till the baby comes and then changes the mind or you know yeah. so and IVF again you just never know and it's more money and I just have very little trust for medical and and what they do to women so it's like yeah adoption is kind of like a clear however that being said there are some things that I feel I need to have on my checklist if I'm going to take someone yeah. else's child into my care so it's not just like oh we're going to go and adopt it's like I want to make sure we have a home and our business is doing good and I have a good job and that I can and and my company was amazing with most companies do now give women adopted parents not months off with yeah. a new child as well you know so those are options now which is very I will helpful. say I'm I agree with you but I'm still the mindset that like I don't know if it's hard to decide when you're truly ready like Nick and yeah, I bought our house good. at 23 we've had decent jobs for a while like we've yeah. been pretty good but like it's still like it's such a hard time you're like okay hey, let's do this like I feel yeah. like it's in us to always want okay well I'll just I'll get this I'll get this so like I get that but at the same time it is it's still it's it's such it's a big decision like it is and you want to make sure you are so prepared right and the difference of like you guys just going to have that baby yeah and and I mean like and and I'll counter with the the reason a little bit different is because you guys go fucking make that decision I actually have to do an application and do interviews yours is such a longer right so if I show up and I'm like oh I don't own a vehicle I don't own a house I haven't you know what I mean like but you also have that like I have a lot that's true like those are like it's like buying a house like you have to have those in place it's I hate to say this and don't take this disrespectfully it's like adopting an animal you have to have certain things in place to prove to these people you can care for this this living thing exactly baby dog cat so but babies like you have to prove and have like I've heard the adoption process and like everything is just like it's a lot you have to have everything in place to prove that you have enough to have a suitable home right yeah, exactly unless you know you someone that it goes would. through or something like that right like yeah. you know so and so that's the thing where it's just like yes for sure um there's not always going to be the best time but when you are taking someone else's child and having to go through applications yeah. the nice the nicest thing i would think is to have your own home we're renting right now right so yeah no no no, no that, that's that's fair. one but like i have a that good job has a good job we're going to be you know and then i always wonder oh they're going to hate on me because i'm a cannabis user maybe you know and of course there's all these things that you would say but it's not as easy yeah. as just going to have sex and having the baby and like you could be a that's what I mean though I don't have to answer any questions or prove or show my bank receipt or Mm -hmm. like like tell them like if I own my house or not to have a baby with Nick and that's I think the thing that we take for granted in the fact that like women can just have them whereas some women have to go through laborious is an understatement processes to attain what some can like it's just it's we will never know like you just you don't know that process and you will never understand the frustration and pain and complication and just like mental health issues that come with that kind of situation and it's just like I don't know I feel like lately I've seen some stuff that it just makes me very like I know I was saying that like sometimes it comes off as like an attention thing but like I just I also don't even begin I don't even know how to begin to like understand level with you and understand because like I just I would be so hard and I just my heart goes to all of you because I just I couldn't I don't know yes it'd be very difficult to it's a weird thing to be in yeah it is and I have my moments like club no it's not a fun club but 
is also not a death sentence, right? And yeah. so like that's that's the biggest thing that I had to work through is like I maybe not have as traditional and yeah. you know, maybe I have been screwed over, but yeah. I can be a light for other people and I can show that, you know, it maybe it's okay to be the aunt or maybe it's okay to adopt and there's other ways to be a mom. I think it says a, a lot about you that I don't know, the way that you've like that you talk about it now I don't know I guess we're new friends so I don't know if (laughs) you were like this always but it is definitely says a lot and you should be very proud in the fact that you kind of you have a very um approachable and like I don't want to say sunny disposition about it but like you just are on the more positive side and you're approachable about it you feel comfortable talking about it whereas some people wear it as like a like as soon as it get brought up, gets brought up, it's like a stum- thunderstorm cloud over yeah. them. Like it just they, you can see it so visibly. Where I feel like you, like you said, you've had a, you've just kind of it's a been like time. instinctual for a long time. So you've had time to process to the point that you are just very approachable and like you just feel very. I'm not gonna say healed because I feel like that's something that will always ache and hurt a little. Uh, it's giving more um, peace though like it's it's time heals all unfortunately sometimes it takes a long time but you like it it just it kind of just is a yeah I don't know I mean I could sit here I could sit here and be upset and be depressed and find all the reasons why things didn't work out and blame myself and I did that for so long man and life is so much more beautiful than what you think it is and once you let go of what you think you should be doing or what you thought you would be doing or what you hoped that your life would be like is it really because you know like we could always be searching for this higher bigger thing and be better and do all those things and we're missing our own life right in front of us and if I spent the last couple of years being really upset about all these things like focused wise then I would have missed out on all the beauty and no matter what I do I'm always gonna have bad shit happen to me and just because I'm going through this doesn't mean that you're not going through something or have that is just as equally big in a different category so it's like yeah Am I gonna sit around and be a dick to everyone else, or I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, man, these are the cards I was fucking dealt." And everyone I'm goes gonna through make... struggles. Yeah, and I'm not discrediting anybody's pain process. Like, feel what you need to. But I spent a lot of my life in survivor mode and always assuming the worst was gonna happen, and scared and in fear. And over the last couple of years, I'm just like, "No, I want to enjoy life, Fuck even it. if the outside world is burning down. Yeah, I'm going to have a good time." And maybe one day I'll get to adopt and I'll get to be a mom and maybe not. Maybe I'll always be a cat mom and I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I'm not going to put expectation. Yeah. And I'm not going to put any expectation or think that I'm less than or different from other people. This is just my journey. And if I can help someone understand that like you can be a mom in different ways and it doesn't make you less of a woman by me being vocal and leading by example, then I'm going to do that. That being said, have I always been good about it? You know, there's some people that like have really pissed me off and been like, well, why aren't you and Grant having baby? And I'll turn around and be like, because I fucking can't. Because it's yeah. just, but if there's like, hey, like, uh, oh my gosh, you know, like there's just It's the way it's delivered it. to yes. you. And yeah. the respect, right? And, yeah. and just like the expectation that, and I get it. We're great people. Of course it'd be fun if there's a mini us. And I really wish that that could happen, but I don't want to put myself, him, our family, my work, my friends, my mom, my family, my that fucking kind of pressure leader. is hard on that a lot. That kind of pressure. Sex isn't fun anymore. You know when you when you when you have to have it to procreate, and and there's all this bless you pressure that you know. I've you heard of tons of people to. that say it's be- it becomes a chore. It becomes it chore. You know, takes all the fun and spontaneity mm-hmm. and excitement out of it when you're timing it down to the last second to try and get to that like fertility window exactly. and 
Exactly. Yeah. And now we don't have we don't have any of those pressures. We get to have sex for fun, which is as meant to. And it's not like yeah. a stressful time. Like, yes, sometimes because we really have to be careful when it's like fertility time, because I don't yeah. want to have another one. Go and through it's not, it. Yeah. And it's not because like, oh, I'm not trying to not have a baby. So I don't have a baby. I had several times where I've been pregnant and miscarried and I don't want to continue to put myself through that in the hopes that maybe because that entire nine months I'm going to be terrified like honestly guys if we really sat down and it's talked about cutting and resalting a yes. wound too and and say if I did get pregnant with who I am and I would be terrified every moment that I would lose that baby because that's what I know yeah. and the anxiety might be the worst thing that I could be bringing into that you know what I mean like it's almost can't like prepartum yeah. Depression a and like bit, anxiety. Right? Yeah. And Not it's like, post, okay. but pre. Yeah. Like if I got the vaccine, I would be terrified the whole time. That's just who I am. I'm just, yeah. I've been fucked, right? As you guys can see. So it's the same thing. If I got pregnant, I really worry that I would be like, live in a fucking bubble because I'd be so, you know what I mean? Paranoid so like, to, yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like all of these signs kind of tell me like I had to really like take my ego out of this yeah. and be like, do you want a baby? Because everybody, like traditionally, Everyone else says you're supposed because to have everyone, one. Exactly. Or is it okay to just let the universe, let it go? We said that we would adopt. It will line up if we, it does. And yeah. if it doesn't, then I'll be the cool auntie with all that funny farm and we'll do all the things and I'll still be yeah. loved and I'll still get to love and I'll still get to exactly. nature. I just, you know, might have to pay more for a fucking old folks home because I won't have children <laughs> to take care of me. I, I already told you Evie's getting my Spice Girl dolls. So I like, I, I got know. nothing else to live. Leave, like. You better send them to her. I would have to put them in her room, make sure she knows they're hers, because I secretly would want to just like, when she moves out, I'll be like, no, I'll keep those for you. Don't no, you worry about you. that. <laughs> I so love like, that. Outside of so that, <laughs> but like, and that's the thing, like you know, and everyone's different, so I can't speak on how anybody feels, and I fully understand the rage and the upset. I think that's when the whole uh, Roe versus Wade came up and the whole abortion talk. I had to bow out for a bit because I was like, y'all are talking about these like piece and we won't get into it because i didn't want to turn that into this but it is but it is the way they were the way they're talking about it was disgusting and like i it's just a clump of cells and you're like it very much like it's funny because like i guess i didn't really it's not that i didn't have an opinion but like i just didn't think much of it and like i was for it if you needed one but i did agree that some people used them like popped them like candy like uh solutions for like birth control type thing yes like yeah so like yeah but the way that they talked about it in the recent like uproar was very difficult. They did it when they, like back then, and they've done it when I was a child. But there's something about hearing it specifically when I have one, mm-hmm. and that like now that I'm older to understand, like excuse you, yeah, like <laughs> and to tell people they shouldn't care about it, and that it should be, and you're just like, I just worked just myself because, up yeah. from bawling from that losing that clump of cells, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the, um, the first very one I had insensitive. With, it is. The first one I had with Grant was literally like four days before Mother's Day in 2019. <sighs> and I couldn't uh, get anybody to cover for me because I was a manager. So I literally had my miscarriage while I was at work, went home, cried, called my mom, couldn't tell Grant yet, went back to work, worked the whole thing, and then came home. Um, and uh, Jesus. Yeah, people don't really understand. You know, like, that's okay. It was just a really fucked up time. I was like, I don't did this just actually happen you know what i mean like and the well i feel like i've heard some people say they think it like i've passed blood clots before yes where like it's It's like what the fuck is that but like but you know i feel like you see the sack 
Yeah. Yeah, you know. And so that's the crazy yeah. thing for me is that this time uh, I caught it and took a picture because I wasn't 100% sure and I wanted to show the doctor. And the shitty thing is that you kind of forget and then it will pop up on your OneDrive memories. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why I can't delete just like it. IPhone there's memories. just something, yeah. There's just something yeah. in me that can't delete it. Um, and so it doesn't always pop up. But Mother's Day, I usually kind of stay away from OneDrive just in case. Yeah. But I just wanted to make sure, like, this is actually what happened by the doctor, right? It sounds gross, but you don't really know what to do in that time. And so I was like, I took a picture of it and like flushed it, and then I went back to work because I was like, What the fuck? What else was do I do? That what like, that was? I don't know what that was. I don't know. Like, yeah. And so I called my mom. She's like, babe, like I think it might have been that, but like definitely go to the doctor. And then later that night, I called Grant, told him he was away at work, and then I went to the doctor and I, ma- I made him come with me. Not made him. He came with me just because I wanted him to hear it from her as well. Yeah. And so, like, luckily I didn't need a DNC or anything because I was so early. And um, but again, going through that and seeing that and having that confirmed by the doctor, yeah. I was like this is not my first miscarriage. Like I just thought I had a heavy period and, or a blood clot. And I was not relating that to a miscarriage. Yeah, and blood now clots, me, my first blood clot scared the living up, like absolute oh shit out of me. It's Seeing terrifying. something that large come out of a space that you know, it shouldn't be, or like, is not normal is probably, especially like when you, like you said, like you, j- you don't know, like what the fuck is that? Know. Yeah. Am I dying? Is that a piece yeah. of organ? Is that a piece yeah. of my insides? Do I have internal bleeding? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, yeah. is that a whole, like, it is very, very scary. So, it's, it's wild, right? Picture, so, yeah. all the things. so, I was like, I don't know. I better, and like, I don't know. You're just like, you just react. And like, again, yeah. like I said, guys, I was 115 pounds. I was not eating. I was running. I was running a fucking cannabis store, the only cannabis store in Grand Prairie at the time. Yeah. And like, sorry, we had a bunch of fucking people that didn't want, there were teenagers that didn't want to work. So I had to constantly cover shifts. I didn't have time Stressed, to eat. Running Stressed running yourself. Out. So when I yeah. had that, I was like, oh, yeah, they're right. You didn't eat a cheeseburger, so you don't deserve a baby. And then their yeah. trip was loop. And then that's when and I was like, Grant. starts. I can't live in Grand Prairie anymore. I need to get the fuck out of here. I yeah. don't know if we're going to have a baby or a future. Like, not saying that. Like, I don't know what we're future is. Yeah. It's not Grand yeah. Prairie. Like, I don't know if we're going to have a baby, but I don't want one here. Let's go. And, and literally, we moved that September. Um, the miscarriage was my trigger, and I was done. And then I was also on birth control before that, and I said, I'm done. I'm never going back on. Um, one, it doesn't do what it's supposed to. Two, the shitty part about that miscarriage is that my body still thought I was pregnant for two months after. So I didn't get my period for a couple months after, but I kept having morning sickness, like really bad boobs. Like, so I got all of the like side effects of like early yeah. pregnancy without having a baby. So that was fun on top of the emotions. Um, and it took a couple months for my period to come back. And I said, I'm not falsely doing my period ever again. I said, Grant, I'm sorry. And he was just yeah. right on board. I was like, this might mean less sex until we figure it out. It might mean all these things, yeah. but I cannot do we'll this. figure it out. Fucking me up. And he was like, no what problem. year was it that you got off? 2019. I was actually thinking about it. I'm pretty sure I got fully off of it. I want to say, yeah, like 2017, 20, 18 ish. Yeah. I can't remember the exact time, but yeah, yeah it's been May a while 2019, for me. May 2019, when I had my, when I fucked up, I best got fucking my decision. Yeah. I've ever oh, yeah. Had in and my I was life. like, I can't do this. And like, it was, it was hard for a couple months, but it's great now. We know I'm tracking and like, I have to be careful because it's not like, yeah. No, the crazy part is, is how that. long it takes your body to get like back yeah. to what you feel like it should yes. have been. Like, and now I know what I'm obviously all, all the, all the side effects and all the yes. weird, like, oh, it Acne. was, it was bizarre. Yeah. Very like, bizarre. It's, it's a shitty time. So yeah, it's a good decision. We'll talk more yeah. about that. Like you said, in our, episode coming. coming up but yeah, lots of shit. um 
yeah, that's insane. Um, I know you touched on it already. Because this was happy, and but, I, like, I do yeah. want to say, like, it's because guys, like, you could look at everything at life. I've had so many bad shit happen to me. They're like, literally, I could write a fucking novel. Um, but I find that <laughs> people that have that are more empathetic and compassionate. Like, this doesn't change me. I could go off here and go cry about it in five minutes. Like, yeah, I just don't think everything has to be so heavy all the time you know yeah. what I mean like you don't I have to be carry it with so you all day every yes. day you I'm have grateful your moments. for so much yes I'm grateful for so much you I'm and I agree it's kind of similar yeah and like my my way is like who can I help how can I use my pain to yeah. help someone else and if I can show like there is the other side of it there is a beautiful life to live even if it's not what you thought yeah. it was gonna be it's still there I feel like I'm very it much the same where it's relief it's right my now sadness and my mm. burden it's my thing so like I don't necessarily want to like project that out to everyone right like yeah and we're always here for each other of course yeah. sometimes it's but just you don't know you have like, your moments you where you need that anything. yeah, yeah like you can't, nothing you say is gonna good. change it right like yeah. sometimes it's like so it's just I don't know I and maybe I'm ignorant maybe in like two years three years ten years I crash and I go to a mental institution because I'm not handling no. it properly but I, I think I've had think, 20 years 20 years yeah. guys to understand that this is probably not my path and when That's you have people good. like Kayla in your life and that you know was a very successful adoption and you know a lot of people Absolutely. around you I know, you know tons of people yeah and and not, yeah. not to be that way but you know there's going to be a baby out there one day that's going to need a home and me and Grant will be the right fit just like you know what we're dealing with right now with the car yeah. um but it's yeah meant to be, it's meant to be yeah. type thing and I hate yeah. saying that and it's so cliche but like you can't control it man your baby's out It'll there somewhere you know yeah and if not, yeah. hey, man, I got three fur babies, and they're fucking awesome. <laughs> so I know you kind of touched on it, but yeah. the last question was um, if you had any advice or anything to say to anyone that either just found out that they can't or just struggled and suffered with the miscarriage or just any advice to anyone who's kind of struggling to, like, again, I said sunny disposition, but struggling to, to kind of cope and, like, come out of it positively if that's to yes well I think the best advice always is always to have grace with yourself and to just let it flow like don't try and hold it and tell yourself like oh you weren't trying or you were just three weeks so your pain doesn't mean as much as someone that had a stillborn I think that 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 game of comparison is a really big thief of grief yes and you should grieve you're allowed to grieve give yourself that and I would say stop blaming yourself and finding out everything you're doing now if you have a shitty lifestyle and this is a flag to kind of be like maybe I need to reevaluate like I did I was like Kate yeah. I know I'm healthy but I could be healthier and I'm not saying that that's the reason but taking control of yeah. your health and all of those things so you're not blaming yourself is very empowering I found and I would say it's so hard because I feel like again I've I've minimized my pain and my trauma with it because it's like you weren't trying you know you don't know if you it wasn't a priority babies it wasn't yeah exactly so you don't feel like you get to hurt but I think you just have to feel your feels and talk it out I think holding it in and not sharing is probably the worst thing you can do and I'm not saying do that right away but just find the right people especially someone who's been through it obviously me guys I'm always here to talk about it um I know there's a community or like a community not one that's going to sell you something, but just one that's going to support you when you're like, I don't feel like a woman. Like, I think I did that to yeah. you guys one day when I was really upset. I was like, yeah. I just watched this video and I got compared to a trans woman. Like, not that it yeah. matters, but like, please remind me I am still a it woman. It was a very... It was a hard time. It, it, 
I don't want to say it was a very touchy subject because it even was for me and I can have children. Like, it's just very hard and most especially for you because it was just, excuse me? Like, I am not, don't use me as a pawn in your fucking game. Like, leave me the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, I remember that. That was... And I think yeah. the biggest thing, to, the biggest, biggest one besides those two is to understand that when people are saying stuff or they're joking or they just don't know is to like, it's so hard, but that is the number one thing you have to focus on is don't take it personal. Yeah, like you really like, don't and you can say, you. Hey, I know you're not meaning this, but like, can we just try like yeah. for the next little bit to like, stay away from this? Like, you know, my experience or you, most of the time when people say something, they'll go and they know. You know, we don't have to necessarily yeah. say it, but like you really have to not take things personal in this sense because people yeah. really do have good intentions. And if you don't share those things, which you don't have to, you can't really expect people to know that, especially on the outside, right? Like, I'm not just kicking the assholes that. that say it just because out of yeah. your life you don't need that shit. Absolutely. And you're okay to be an asshole back too because those aren't appropriate things to say, but yeah. don't go home and hold on to that. Like, yeah. you know, because like, for example, there's this one gal that I worked with. Um, and she was a different culture. I won't, I, well, it doesn't really matter, but it does because, like, she just asked very invasive questions, and that was just their culture. But, yeah. like, here in Canada, we don't really just ask mean questions like this. And, and the one day I, I told her, like, it was the anniversary, the first year anniversary of my miscarriage. Yeah. And she turned around and said, do you think it's your fault that you lost your baby because you work so hard? Honestly, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And was so it, was, like, a language barrier or just, no, like... No, she knew what she was saying. It's just no no social construct of that that you don't really ask people. She could have worded that way differently. Like, oh, my God, incredibly differently. It was... I I had to really take it... And I would have been speechless. And I was like, hey, look, like, this is just not okay for her to ask these kind of questions. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. And he was just, like, kind of like, well, it's just her culture. And I was like, okay. Not that it matters. I'm not saying anything. I was just like, okay, cool. You don't do anything about this. That's fine. But I'm taking the rest of the day off. I don't want to be around you people. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I was blown away. And I was like, oh, dude, I don't think I would have words. Like I, if I was like a fly on the wall for that, I think my jaw would have fallen to China. I was such like, a bad in a bad space. Fuck? I was in a, such a bad space too, and this is right at the beginning of COVID, and it was just like Especially not the one a year. Time. Like, what a cunt. Yeah, I was like, if I'm off, and then and I was like. She also said she'd have got my acne too. Whatever. No, it's wild. What a fucking bitch. I like the more I process that, the more it's like the fucking nutsack on you to ask a question like that. And you're like, wow, no, I've only just questioned that my whole entire existence, but thank you for saying something you really didn't need to say. Was she blonde? Like, Like, was she stupid? No, she's actually highly educated. Yeah, she just had no social understanding to questions that maybe you shouldn't ask. Everything she led by was like just Did curiosity. She have no, no, she was, was like she older, twenty six, twenty seven, like I think mid twenties. It was just like I don't know what to say. So then it really made me understand that people just don't understand, right? And you really cannot. I, I was upset, of course. It was the one year, but at the same time, I was like, this girl's That's... never probably had sex, let alone. Um, even have an understanding of what it would What's be like. What's worse than insensitive? Because I don't know. Like, there's Ugh. nothing to, no label for that. No, it was it was really mind blowing, and then I just have to work beside this person this whole time. So it's like you don't want to engage about personal stuff because you're like, what else are you gonna blame me for? 
like and yeah, i'm sure you're right to... but like holy fuck man that was the worst part is is like once you're in a situation and you've gotten past a certain point and you now can tell people like give advice like you just mm-hmm. did it's hard like though i hate it's so hard to give advice to people who are starting that process because you know how difficult it is yes. and it's easier said than done mm-hmm. at this point whereas <laughs> when they're where you are they'll see like okay yeah that she was right when i like that part like watching the podcast like yeah yes like i yes. get that now like i can yes. see that now but It'll like people just starting that journey it's like oh yeah it's just so stop thinking about it or oh yeah don't take it personally and just like suck it up like it is such a process weird but thing. like weird i think people need to start like being aware of that and acknowledging that when people give advice like that like i've just managed to like yeah like don't take things so personally mm-hmm. and to just kind of like whatever Brush it off you need to know that when people give you that advice, they mean it like in the most sincere and like most genuine way, because it is, it's, it it is, it is, it is very complicated, but just that simple. You know what I mean? Yes. A hundred percent. And people aren't always going to be malicious. Right. So it's like, and I, and and it's easier said than done. Right. Like I said, there's sometimes there's some things that people have said, but then I've been like, like the woman who said I should eat a burger to have a baby it's weird because she supported thing, like, me what? and came to all my classes and to this day still supports me. And I'm sure in her mind that was just an offhanded comment because she was insecure about her body, but not realizing that I was actually physically struggling and struggling to have a baby at the same time, whether those two are related. I don't think so because I had already been kind of damaged. But in that mind, I was like, yep, it's me. No matter though. That's just like it's so rude. the way it was worded is rude. It is rude. Because but, you but did, it's accepted like... in society though, because I'm skinny. Right, we talked about this the last time. Because I'm so, thin, if it's okay to so, say would that. she have the fucking cojones to say to someone who's no. overweight or bigger than you, "Well, do you think you're not ha- you can't get pregnant because you're overweight or because you're you need to lose some weight?" Like, oh my god, no, not anymore. Oh my god, like, and it's so funny. I wanted to say something because I, I I missed it on the last one, but this is like kind of going to this toxic po- toxic positivity, like this body positivity thing. And everyone's saying like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. I've been practicing it. But there's just like, there's health at every size, which yes, but not every size that you're going to be is going to be healthy for you, right? So like, if you look at my body and you look at it when it's at right now, it's 130 pounds and some change up and down, right? Depending on my period or not. That is a very healthy weight for me. I'm not carrying an excess amount of fat on my body. I'm not like overly lean. You know, I have circulation problems, but 130 is good. Now a hundred pounds on me not healthy, very sick, not great. 160 pounds, not healthy, not great for me. Right now, if you go take that hundred pounds and you look at someone that's like, like Danielle, that's like five, nothing. Sorry. Um, you know, like that hundred pounds (laughs) is going to be a lot different. Right. So that hundred pounds might not be her thinnest. Right. So I, I'm really kind of tired of people. Like I understand that like judging people by their body size for sure, but there are degrees when you can look at somebody and tell, Especially if you've been in those fluctuations, if they are sitting at nourishing themselves or not, right? And so it's like, she had every right to say that because I was sick at the time. But like, that was like, she was right, probably in the sense that I wasn't the healthiest. But that wasn't the way to deliver that. And it's just, it was gross, right? So it's like, I know that people could see that. I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I was so little. (laughs) But in the same sense, like, that's just how I was built. Who I put are. on muscle. Like I put on muscle. I have it like put on fat. I put on muscle. That's why I have a yeah. bigger body now. But like my frame is that much smaller. But so anyways, I was just thinking about that today, like how it's just getting a little bit too toxic where it's like, you know, yeah. 
this is totally off su- subject was the last one but i was like you know i was thinking about that the other day when i was like 160 100 plus 165 it's when i was on medication on birth control like weight not gain is weight gain yeah and i, I said it before number one side um, effect of most chemical pills medication you're on weight gain i'm gonna or post weight that loss, actually, to be honest i'm gonna post all the different times where you could tell when i was on medications when i was off yeah. and it's just wild but anyways i was thinking about that the other day that this you know body positivity it's like kind of almost gone to the unhealthy realm where it's like okay now we can't yeah. i'm not saying we need to call people out but cause for concern for people like eugenia cooney and right and today what it triggered was ariana grande um she looking pretty 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 thin and i'm not trying to I get actually but... saw like a whole weird thing on i'm pretty sure it was snapchat Wrong? those little oh. those like little videos whatever that they show of like news yeah. and gossip outlets um <laughs> I have such a weird thought on this. She is looking different. She's also 30, like 29 years old. So she's growing up. So it's more just the collarbones and everything popping out here. And her color. I feel like it's because she's toned down on her tanning because of all the black fishing and Asian fishing, like bullshit that she's had to go through. Um, But yeah, I saw a lot about that. And she's just, I will say there's some comments saying she looked gaunt and in some photos I wouldn't say gaunt but like she has very much lost all her baby fat and has gone to full slim so I don't know if this is just her fully developing and like dropping all that baby fat or if there's something wrong but she does look I feel quite like a bit the thinner. baby fat if she's 29 but she also got fat shamed not too long ago before this so then she lost 25 pounds and now she's too skinny so it's like a, you can't fucking win we are damned if we do and we're damned if we don't <laughs> yeah oh absolutely and and i'm not saying like but it's it, there, there's a degree where you and like and totally agree um but losing baby fat at 29 30, and i'm not saying that what I'm yeah, saying no, is, i know like, i know i know sometimes i just worry because like and this is not the episode four but in the last one with body dysmorphia and stuff like i hate to be that way but in a sense too if you are up there doing that and you are unhealthy and you know that then maybe pull yourself back a little bit out of the limelight and like heal yourself and give yourself that time to heal and don't answer anybody or do any of this yeah. you know like I can almost guarantee you though she her inner circle is telling her how great she looks you know how oh, that goes 100%. right so, so I don't know if she can even see it and yeah. that's I think the sad part I love that we've gone into like a Hollywood episode I know that's, I just, well. <laughs> that's the sad part about her though is yeah once you're your inner circle and everyone in your environment is telling you how great you look and you know and don't feel great there's not really much for her to do and no, I, I nope, hate that so nope. she's kind of trapped but at the same time I agree with you if just in regular people in general if you yeah. know and can acknowledge that there is something unhealthy an unhealthy habit an unhealthy lifestyle in your life and you don't change it I don't know what you expect to do what result. are you doing yeah, like yeah. you can't complain about nothing. You have nothing like to say. It's like it's avocado. like the similar the thing. Like if you don't vote, you can't bitch. Like if you're yeah. not going to do something to change it, you yeah. can't and, complain about it. No, and I know it's a sidebar, but I was just thinking about it today. Like yeah. how people have kind of taken that out of context and like toxic I really positivity. Agree. Yeah, and it's just like you know there are some times where it is they're unhealthy and you know like and i'm not saying that it's but health does impact fertility too so like i get where i don't want to say i get where she's coming from because i don't with the way she asked it but like i understand the um preface preface. behind it yeah yeah and like the the idea of what she was trying to get at but asking someone (laughs) she essentially like fertility and like body shamed you all in one spot all in one it's just 
it's ridiculous. Some people just have no fucking, like, social skills and no, like, I don't know. I have been told for a long time that I'm just, like, beyond self-aware. And I just, like, how people can't see how, like, incredibly ridiculously, like, insensitive shit that they say is blows me away. I know I, we, actually, we say controversial stuff on our episodes sometimes, but, like, I don't know. I I try to word things properly and I really do try to like express myself I feel like that's why I'm so judgmental of like the way I talk and like what I sound like because I do try and come off like I don't want to come off like unintelligent and I don't want to come off as like uneducated but like I do not know everything that much I'm very much aware but I do know some things and I do have experiences in life that have afforded me like or given me opportunities to learn shitty things and like hard things but yeah I just people need to learn to um express themselves a little bit better and more politely yeah and i mean <laughs> intentions intentions are great but you know it's how it's received and how it's delivered it's, and, and it's not always going to be perfect and and you're always going to be upset by a comment or someone's going to but like you said you, you also but... can't take things too personally so like okay. it's a it's a mixed bag and it's a yeah. they don't know they don't know your story they don't know what it yeah. went through and most people don't know and and and, and that's okay they're not meant to right like find the people that do and just leave people where they are. They'll yeah. figure it out one day. And maybe they'll go through it. And that karma yeah. of their comment, not saying that, not that I'd wish anything, but maybe yeah, they'll yeah. do something similar. Yeah. And someone will say something to them that day. And then they'll learn the lesson of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. that their lesson the hard way type thing. Absolutely. And so, yeah, if anybody's out there struggling right now, unfortunately, it seems like a lot. And again, I'm no expert. But if you just want to talk to someone that's non-judgmental, that's been through some things for a while, like. I'm not here to say that I can help at all, but even just talking to people sometimes help, right? Yeah. So being vocal and getting it off your chest and yeah, and, and not feeling like you're a failure and you're a nobody. It's just like yeah. a redirection. Like maybe that's just not what your purpose is and that's okay. And maybe it is. Maybe you need to yeah. do IVF. Maybe you need to do a circuit. Maybe you want to adopt. Yeah. Maybe you want to keep trying. That's your journey. Whatever your, your journey. path, your instinct is, is yours. Whatever, yeah. like it is your journey. As long as you're not hurting anyone like your choice is your choice that is 100% a fact and like yes and I will say my mom yeah. has been so fucking supportive from day one like that is one thing that I'm very blessed that's is, you know, a bonus yeah there was like pressure, not supportive. pressure but it was at that time where it's like we did get married people asked the questions but yeah. when it was like guys I'm kind of struggling like you know this then it was like the question stopped she coming. was sensitive to it of course because it's like yeah. the pressure is not fun right so no if you know a couple if you know people they've been together for a long time the better Gentle. question to ask is what's what are you guys excited yeah. for what are you looking forward to in the what's future? going what on do you on? have anything exciting coming up exciting, yeah you know and just leave it open and they will i feel like we're you. just so used to wanting to know everyone's business too like when are you having babies when are you getting married it's exciting to connect to people when with similarities, right yeah. it's like oh i've got a house and you guys can connect or just really yeah. especially when you're meeting new people trying Some to find people are just genuinely curious too yeah and that's that's okay and like everyone has to just be understanding of that you just be like oh no not right now or you know like you do whatever you need to do but just know that people aren't meaning it maliciously um and it's okay if you're projecting on them because it's a lot to wrap your head around but just know like if you can work on doing that first and having grace with yourself it'll really help the relationships and could save some in your life of just people saying stuff that they didn't really mean not in the way that you took it and that's fair you can take it through whatever lens you're going to take it but you know, I was hating people that got abortions until, but I also was like, I know a lot of people that have them and I understand yeah. the reasons. And I, I do believe that needs to be around, even though that kills me, you know, but whatever, that's, 
it's yeah. another topic for another day but yeah, yeah I just and with that too if you've been through that like you know if whether you had the choice to do it or you didn't have the choice yeah. you lost a baby okay and that hurts no matter losing a whether child is just or not. exactly a yeah. shitty club to be a part of like I said it is and and other whether again it's by choice it's not by choice it's two days it's two days after there's a lot of yeah extremes that are obviously going to hurt in different ways but don't discredit your pain don't discredit your trauma don't hide it down and say like it doesn't matter it does it's not healing to do that but you know have grace with it don't be afraid to speak about it i think if more people spoke about it then we would understand how fucking common this actually is and you wouldn't feel so alone all the time and that it's you and it's your fault and for the love of fucking god research birth control come back and listen i'm not going to tell you what to do i'm going to tell you to infertility in general god And look at the numbers and look at all the endocrine disruptors that you have in your life. And you do not freak out. It's going to be terrifying at first. But remember, we've been around it forever. It's overwhelming. So it but, it but just know that, yeah, it's, it's been decades. And it's not – it is hurting people, but it's not something to be, like, in Overnight, my opinion, you're gonna die. overly alarmed yes. about. No, alarmed, yes, people. but not overly. Yes. And, like, what are the things that you can give up that maybe you don't need? Do you need perfumed lotion or can you just have regular lotion for Scent now? things. A lot of fragranced things have endocrine, yes. like car air fresheners, candles? traditional candles. candles. Shout out to Danielle who makes her stuff with all organic and good ingredients. Side plug. But, no, seriously, like, a lot of fragranced um, products. And aerosols. Have, yes. It's so unfortunate. If you're Makeup everywhere, hairspray, Febreze in, perfume, seven layers of perfume. Just look into it and be aware. (laughs) You know, there's a lot going on there. So, you know, I'm not saying that's everything. We're not doctors. We don't know anything. We're just saying it's out there. Just be conscious. Just be conscious. Be aware of your birth control. Is that actually, you know, when people say, oh, that doesn't happen. You just turn your period back on. No, we'll talk about that next month, but you don't bleed. This is a fake bleed. That's not what you're doing, ladies. Like, trust me, I've been through it. And I'm not saying don't trust medical professionals. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying fight for your medical advocacy. You have to advocate for yourself and you can't just pick one person. You have to keep trying. I didn't because I was like, what are they going to tell me? You can do IVF or you can do surrogacy or you can adoption. I don't need a doctor to tell me that those are the three options that I have and I'm not going to do surrogacy and I'm not going to do IVF. So I don't really need a doctor. Like I might need to down the road just to go inside and check and see if like bad scar tissue and stuff. And I'm not advising to do this. Like definitely go see a medical professional. Yours just wasn't overly medically involved. No, it was like, here's pills. Here's this. Here's that. Goodbye. This is what happened. Great woman. Love her. Nice. But was just very like in and out paperwork. It wasn't for you. No, how was your feelings? None of that. So, you know, like don't expect that from them. Right. Expect it to be really clinical and very unaligned. Yeah, and some people just push what would make them the most money. So do what you need to do. Seek medical attention. Seek people. Acknowledge your trauma. Just make sure it's it. on your clock, sure. on your watch, on your decision. It's it's essentially it's it's up to you. Do whatever yeah. makes you feel is correct and right. Yeah, for you and your family because you're the one that's going to yeah. be dealing with that family for the rest of your life, right? So. I'm just saying, always come and talk to us. We're always here. You know, either you want to talk yeah. to a mom that, you know, has mom experience, you know, um, come I'm talk new, to me. I'm new, so go to Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a child, like a young one, sure. But like, <laughs> go, to go to Kayla, Kayla. first. <laughs> I don't have it. much experience yet. Do not come yet, to me so. and unless you want to talk about cats, then we'll talk to you. <laughs> uh, I've got cats and dogs and animals in general. Dogs. So like, I'll, I'll take that, that category too. <laughs> 
guys, I hope yeah. that this episode wasn't like I don't want just like to seem like I don't think it's serious, and then I don't think that it's hard. It's just that there's enough of that. You're an experienced and griever. You I'm have a different point of view griever. and a different side of it which I think people need to see because like you said everyone's experience is different everyone suffers different and this is the way you you have dealt with handled healed I kind of low-key in a bad way joke about buying a baby on the black market and that's just the way I kind of like you know what though you that's sense of humor deflection and you know we all have a sick freaking sense of humor so you throw those at us like do I just do I just go ask Joe Biden like who do I who do I ask yeah no kidding but this is why I'm so advocating for like child trafficking all these things and why I want women to be informed and understand the like respect of sex and I think it made me understand and respect sex and conceiving and childbirth on a whole different level. It's something that obviously I'll never yeah. understand. It's but very different though. Be, yeah, a lot of people that don't understand this as well, right? So yeah, different pains for different people, but I don't have to change diapers right now. And I guess I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, haha, just kidding. <laughs> but like, and, and, and to like to round about, like, yes, I do get frustrated sometimes with parents that continually bitch about their children. Um, I understand that parenting is hard and you absolutely have a chance to vent it out, but there are people that just constantly complain about it. And I don't think that they're understanding how precious their children actually are. And I get it when you're in it, but just be aware of you constantly bitching out there when there could be somebody and not saying, but just knowing like, and have some gratitude that you also, it's just like, do you want your kids to go back in the future and see your social media of you complaining about them all the time and you bitching about them all the time? Like, no. Why do you want to make your children feel like burdens? I don't quite get that either. Like, I, yeah, parenting is hard and kids suck and I'll be the first to tell you, but I will also be the first to tell you that parenting is awesome. Yes. I fucking love it every day. It's the greatest. It is a mixed bag. I could (laughs) toss her off a fucking cliff while hugging her at the same time. Like, it's just I'll just go off. I'll throw her in and jump. Yeah, we will jump together, but like, I just honestly some days yeah it is it is a mixed bag but i would not change any of it for anything it is a wild process to go through it is and honestly i at this point it's like everything is what it is and it's meant to be and me and jiwa adopt a baby if it's meant to and if we don't we don't like i'm not gonna hold anything to any journey is your journey it's unfolding as it should and let's hope we have some better news soon about the other yes. part of her just whatever i'm gonna leave it at that because i won't be upset about this again the other baby in your life the other baby maybe you know like <laughs> we're big okay like we're dual income no kids and i love it you know you just have to embrace your journey guys and sometimes you have to take a hard look in the mirror and say is this what i really want like yeah. am i really and, and maybe is this it is. for me or not exactly is this exists am i putting myself through more stress more turmoil more anxiety more mental distress my body distress and that's for you to decide i'm not telling you but I had to sit down and go, okay, B, are you just holding on to this? You have to have it naturally. And maybe you can let that go and find another avenue. You know, and I had to decide, I don't want to do that with my body. I don't want to do that with what I've done with it for the last 36 years. I want yeah. to give her a rest and I want to take her into old age as naturally. I'm happy as for you. I'm proud of you for that. Because yeah. not a lot of us have that mindset. And a lot of people are still dumping and putting all sorts of garbage on their bodies because they're told it's going to make them younger and prettier and yes. more youthful. And I'm just finding the all that shit. And I had yeah. a friend, like I said, and I've, I don't know if I mentioned this a few times, but I had a girlfriend very young die of cancer and learning of all the ways that these, the makeup and the products yeah, uh, are literally affect affecting that. 
um, it just made me really like full loop there. Like it's hurting this, it's hurting this. I'm done. I mean, I still do. Like I'm not not perfect, but I don't put perfumes on. I don't overload with deodorant. Which kills me because I I loved. I have my one favorite perfume, perfume and I still go and smell it every now and then in the bottle. But like, I think I've worn it maybe once in the last like five years, and it breaks my heart. It's just like it's just balance, right, guys? Like we said, don't be overwhelmed. I can't bring myself to do it. No, I know. I'm the same way. I'm like. "Mm." The only thing I can't give up is energy drinks now. Especially knowing what we know. It's just. But it's kind of nice when you know that. Then you're like, I'm going to do better. If this is an attack on me, then I'm doing it better. Fuck you. Like, don't stress yourself on, like, cutting everything out. I think that's where people get caught up to. Like, minimal. Just minimize it. What are the things you don't need? Like, I feel like beauty products are the first thing that people can let go of because you don't really need them. Or you can minimize I feel like air fresheners, too. Like, you can burn, like, healthier candles. You can Mm -hmm. boil a pot of... I've seen it everywhere. I still want to do it. Boil a pot of, like, apple cinnamon and, like, all sorts sorts of shit on your stove. Oranges. Yeah. Like, there are ways... And it's just, yeah. and if it matters just be to conscious. you, then just be conscious, right? Yep. And and sometimes it's like it's already happened. So like, am yep. I gonna reverse where I'm at now? No, I'm 36 years old. Like I'm not looking to. I'm just like, how can I support it from not being more attacked and just yep. go through old age? But anyways, guys, I'm blabbering again. Going. Yeah, on I'm and super on and on. honored and stoked that we got to do this episode. Yeah, I obviously would have loved to have the other girls here, but like, I am super honored to have been. Thank the you. really like indirect and shitty interviewer because I didn't really take over or do anything different than we do any other episode. <laughs> <when we ask laughs> questions, but but I didn't um, I didn't I didn't I didn't ask the questions. That's new to me. I'm super I, proud I to be know. a part of this episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good one because unfortunately, like we said, there are far too many women that can relate to this and that have similar, worse, different yeah. stories. Yes, and you know. I hope, like I said, and if you have a story you want to share that's different, the same as mine, and you want to get it off your chest, or if you want to like completely like have a different experience than me, then please bring it on. This is where I'm at. Like I said, I've been working on this since I was 16 years old. That's 20 yeah. years of having an idea in the back of my mind that I may not be able to have a child. So it is easier for me to say these things. I'm very aware of that. I don't think that that's a privilege that I had. Um, but it's just the experience that I have, right? So thank you, Hales, for asking me and, and, and leading this. because oh, I just very welcome. I don't know how to share this without like, you know, like what do people want to know? What are people thinking yeah. about? Because in my head, I have all this information and I don't know what people it's are It's easier wondering. to have questions and direction. Yes. And if Shout out to D for some of the questions too. Yeah. And if you guys have questions like for me that you want me to answer about this on here or just to you, like please reach out to me. Please reach out to the podcast page as always with any yeah. topic. But this one specifically, um, the worst is women thinking it's their fault and they start hating themselves and not feeling like they're good enough. Or and too like, shy to. Or shamed. Do not feel shamed. Bring it up and like discuss it with someone or ask yeah. questions or just reach out for like a sympathetic like, yeah, I, I get it. And I'm so sorry you went through that. Yeah, I can't take it away. I, I probably can't tell you how to fix it, but I can tell you that it sucks and I've been there and I will always be there to listen and remind yeah. you that you're a badass and it's Support. not your identifier. You know, like you're so much more than your ability to have a child, even though yeah. that's like our main function. <laughs> not everyone has to, right? If we all had babies, the world would be overpopulated. Let's just think about that, yeah. way, right? We'd have Bill exactly. Gates more reason to fucking try and get rid of yeah. us. Yeah, it would be worse. <laughs> like you really got to look at the silver linings and find them, y'all. Right? They're there. <laughs> but anyways, guys, follow us on all social media. If you can, if you haven't already, like this video, subscribe, turn on notifications, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Rumble, YouTube, all that shit. Until next time, guys. Yeah. Bye. Thank you.
Thank you guys so, so much for stopping by the show today. We truly hope that you had a good time. If you liked this episode and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe to our channels, like our episodes, and turn on those notification bells. You can find us on Rumble, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Until next time, guys.